0: Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Who is it? Who is it? It's Michael Scott. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) I had to do it. Might edit, you know. Might take it out. We'll see. (laughs) Anyways, hey guys. I am not Jesse. I am his girlfriend, Allie. What's up? All right, let's put that here. Let's do the things. Oh, look at that. All right, so let's see if I can get this. I I gotta do some playback real quick. This is gonna be a lot of cutting and editing because Jesse's really good at storytelling. I'm more or less like... We were there in the middle. What happened? That's usually that's usually that's how I leave you feeling. Okay, I changed the volume levels and now I can actually see my what is that? (laughs) The audio and didn't the wavelength, is that it? (laughs) Can you not, buddy? I got Thanatos in the room. He was on the bed and now he is on the ground licking his paws. Uh, oh and Apollo does this new thing well it's not really new but uh, if Thanatos gets near him and he is I don't know has a toy he only does this it's very uh selective he will growl like a bear it literally sounds like and I'm like what the hell is happening Jessica Conradi was over one day, and she was like, oh my god, you sound like a bear. And I was like, that's what he sounds like. It is hilarious. Um, Anyways, he just did it to me. I tried to pull him into the room um, because he was nice and comfy asleep at the gate, and he was not happy about it. So I don't know if he was growling at me or at Thanatos, but Whatever. So hey guys, I, uh, I kind of look like, shit, I did put some makeup on for you, um, just because the light is going to be so harsh in my face, and I put uh, some CC cream on, you know, <clears throat> not like any of Jesse's followers really know what that is. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, I'm like a sweaty mess, and I had to shower before this because it was just like just dripping down. It's like 114 every day here. (gasps) Uh, These are record highs, by the way, like this usually just happens in like July, but this has been happening since June, end of May. No, not end of May because my parents came in May. Mm, Anyways, hot as hell and it is just nuts. We go for what? Not even a 20 minute walk at night and there is no sun out and I'm still dripping, like it is dripping down my neck. So it's so gross, I showered, my hair actually looked cute for a hot second, and then I was like, nope, you guys get this. <laughs> this is my flight attendant hair. <laughs> um, so yeah, hey, and I'm in my pajamas, cause I'm so cool. So like I was saying, Jesse, when he tells a story, oh, bless his heart, he likes to make you feel like you were there. The temperature, what the clouds look like. I more or less am like, I told you the middle. Uh, I get to the end first. <laughs> I, just did. I get to the end first, then I tell you the middle. And then you usually have to ask me the question, how it started. But since I'm talking into a camera uh, at the computer, No one's there to ask me, wait, how did it start? Or Jesse to go, what? (laughs) So bear with me. I am going to try. Might scrap this, delete, you know, but we're going to see what happens. So I did, I have my, I have the big iMac right here. The other laptop is here. And uh, I wrote like what to talk about because I have no idea. And I'm not cool and don't have a bunch of Instagram followers. So no one got back to me. some sweet people were like just talk about whatever (laughs) um I don't think you want me to also Jesse tells me I say I'm a lot and I think I have twice already so (laughs) maybe edit those out we'll see uh so yeah so what did I put um yeah oh yeah so Jesse spent his last episode talking about his first trip back I went back in June he just went back in July so uh, he just basically was like a single dad to the dogs <laughs> while I worked. <laughs> so my first trip back started off kind of weird. Uh, I Loads were still pretty good. Lots of empty seats. Uh, now they suck. But we got cleared pretty early. Um, how about I start at the beginning? Let's see. <laughs> Get to the gate. i probably got about 20 minutes before they even start boarding. And I got cleared for a seat pretty early, which was nice. Cause man, there's it, nothing beats like waiting. You're like, oh great, they're on group five or the last group of boarding, and you still don't have a seat. you're like, does the gate agent see me? I'm hi, I'm here. Hello, hi. This is my crew badge. I'm right here. Like, are you gonna give me a seat? You know, you know there's seats open too. That's just so stressful. But anyway got cleared early. It was nice. Uh, sat down, you know, played on my phone, Instagram, scrolled, whatever. And anyways, it's time to board. And my name pops up, you know, when you scan your boarding pass, most airlines, I don't think Southwest does that. Um, most airlines. Anyways, my name popped up and the guy behind me was another crew member. First of all, (laughs) no, I'm not going to go there yet. Another crew member and he, um, we're walking down the jet bridge and he goes, Alexandra. And I'm like, first of all, no one calls me Alexandra except like my mom's friends or my mom, uh, my mom's friends that don't know me, I should say. Uh, so anyways, he's like, Alexandra, hey, hi. And I'm like, oh my God, hi. First of all, <laughs> I have not been to work in over a year what, a an year and two months. So I thought it was someone else that lives in Vegas. It was not. Definitely a foot shorter than him. <laughs> and I give him a hug, thinking I know him, realizing I do not know him as I pull away from the hug. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Is that the COVID, COVID, COVID awkwardness that is happening right now? Oh my so anyways he's like hi how are you I just saw your name on the uh on the ticketing thing I'm working with you I'm so-and-so and And I was like oh oh you're working oh uh when we get to San Fran because I was like is he working this trip I'm so confused um and he goes yeah I've got the announcements totally fine um it's just easier and I was like what I had no idea what he was talking about because I still am thinking he is working the trip like right now and not like the trip we're about to work on. Like it slowly starts to go into my brain and then I'm like, wait, he's got the announcements. I'm the purser. What? I do the announcements. And I'm like excited to go back to work. So of course I want to hear myself talk on the interphone. Come on. (laughs) So... I sit down and I am perturbed. Is that the word? Yeah. I am perturbed. And I am, (laughs) I write it on Instagram. I'm like, this guy thinks he can just tell me. (laughs) I'm pissed. And then later when we meet later at the gate, uh, which was so funny because while we were deplaning that flight from Vegas, he was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go down to the crew room. I'll see you at the gate. You know, we're really early. We have like a few hours and I'm like okay like why are you letting me know i'm so confused cool (laughs) what uh whatever some teach their own i don't know anyways we get to the gate and i finally put it all together and he's like yeah is that okay like if i do all the announcements it just makes it easier for you and i was like then what do i do because i don't do anything and i was like i'm really excited to be back at work like don't don't take that away from me Oh, so anyways, he turned out to be so cool. Um, He was a Hawaiian guy. I just, uh, I really liked him. He was really cool. I worked two trips with him. Um, And he was in front of me when I got the news about uh, Poppy's brain bleed. And I just kind of like grabbed his hand because like I just needed like human touch and we had gotten close and you know texting all the time and whatever and so I mean really cool gay guy right so like they're your best friend if you say the right things sometimes you know what I mean like just get off the right foot on them get on hold on right now get off on the right foot with them and you're good right don't say some stupid shit um, and Royce just he was really there for me <laughs> Oh, I said his name. Sorry, bud. Uh, whatever. I'm not saying his last name. But anyway, uh, he was there for me. And, you know, I told him, I was like, I think I might have to go home right now. And he's like, let me know. You know, you can always get off this trip. They can send people. That's what reserves are for and all that fun stuff. And he really made me feel better about dropping the last trip of the month that we were together. Um, which I'm happy I did because I was able to be home and I was able to see Poppy for, um, you know, the two last days of his life. So that, uh, that was, mm -hmm. that was good. Mm. You're just going to get all these crying podcasts lately. (laughs) I'm going to be that person that takes a sip of water because I sound like, ooh. oh my gosh, was that thunder? Did you hear the thunder bud? First of all, Las Vegas has been getting some thunderstorms, and I am loving it. This is the third night in a row where we have gotten thunderstorms and a little bit of rain. And uh, the other night, it was just just a little bit of rain. Last night? Last night. Oh, last night. It was torrential downpour, and I just sat like in my window and was like oh my god <laughs> such a loser um which wasn't good because I was watching Mayor of Easttown and the last two episodes of that is just so dark and deep and you're like oh my god this is so spooky that's for another time oh sorry <laughs> I don't know if you guys hear that when I hit the mic uh, what is the cord doing all the way down here? Oh, crap. I'm scared to move it. I don't know anything. I just bought Jesse all this stuff. I don't know how it works. I don't even know how I got this to work, but I did. Watch. There's going to be no audio. <laughs> no, I can hear it. And I tested it. You all saw my bloopers. What else did I put in here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot think about this now without laughing at myself. So I don't know. Why can't I keep this up? Why is it? Why are you disappearing on me, computer screen? So Jesse was home. No, was he home? No, he was at the gym. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Let's set the scene. Let's try to talk like Jesse. Let's try to do a Jesse story. It was (laughs) mid-afternoon. I can't. It's 106 degrees out, and it is about 1 or 2 p.m. That's when we take the boys for their middle-of-the-day walk. It's not long. It's usually like 10 minutes, if that. They usually poop, and I turn around and take them home. Well, about that gets me to Panda. Panda Express is about right there. That's where the trash can is. So I am dropping off their poop at Panda. There are teeny tiny rocks that lead up to the trail that goes to Panda and goes in front of our place. The boys saw a bird. They saw a few birds. And right after I had dropped off the poop... I didn't realize they were looking at these birds. I have them pretty tight. I wrap them around. I don't want to hit the mic again. (laughs) I like wrap them around here, right? Because they have rope uh, gentle leaders. It's like connected. It's a rope leash, but it's a gentle leader over their nose. I don't know if you've seen Jesse's Instagram stories or if you even follow me. So apparently I'm going to burp. Sorry. (laughs) Um Anywho We're walking across these little teeny tiny rocks And we're about to get back on the trail And Thanatos Lunges at this bird I did not realize how close we were to the birds But we were close That is me not being situationally aware I am not doing my job And They lunged I could not get them to stop Uh, Now, now mind you, I'm in the tiny rocks, so it is very hard for me to get any traction with my shoes. They tumble me over. I think I flipped, like, once. I was very dizzy, and, like, I feel like I blacked out. Like, (sighs) so they are dragging me. They finally stop because I am able to, like, really yank them back. Thank God it wasn't the big rocks. That's all I can think of. And thank God I did not let them go. I just kept thinking in my head, I am not letting you go. I'm not letting this them go because it is a busy road right there. I'm not letting them go, right? I look down. I'm on the ground. I'm sitting now on my butt. I have turned myself over and I just have rocks in my legs. And that is literally what it felt like. Just like shards of glass and rocks. Oh my God. So I'm not crying yet, but I am flabbergasted. And it's lunchtime at Panda, huh? So everybody's there. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So a guy comes out. He's holding his panda drink. Older gentleman. And he's like, Are you okay? I saw all that. Oh my God, is anything broken? Do you think anything's broken? And I'm like, what? Like I like I said, I am dizzy. Like I, my vision is like, and I'm like, what? No, uh, I don't think so. I think I'm good. Th- thank you. Thank you so much. Now I'm embarrassed because then it hits me. Everyone is eating lunch at Panda right now. There are a bunch of cars in the drive-thru that are literally right in front of me, which Mind you, excuse me, they could have rolled down their window. Hey, are you okay? No, stupid bitch. Anyway, (laughs) so this older gentleman cared. He was the only one who cared. Um, Everyone else, I was there for their entertainment. So I immediately uh, take a video (laughs) of my legs and send it to Jesse. No response. Uh, (laughs) Whatever. I hobble home. I'm able to hobble home it kills to walk on my left leg which was way worse than my right my right leg was still bleeding like hell but my left leg was like it felt like I might have fractured my tibia right is that the front I don't know yeah that's the shin yeah. anyways I don't know hi <laughs> I didn't finish college <laughs> Uh yeah so hobble home I immediately call my mom and I am sobbing and I'm like what did you do when when I would skin my knees when I was a kid like what you know I cannot form a sentence and she's like what is going on are you okay what do you need and I'm like so anyways I say this like I am sobbing I am sobbing while I say this but I tell her like I skinned my knees the boys took me for a ride, um, what do you do first? I literally could not put it together for myself. Obviously soap and water, right? Soap and water. (laughs) So that was fun. I get myself on the ledge of the bathtub in the guest room. This is the guest room, right? There's a bathtub in there. In our master, it's just the glass shower. So um, I get in the tub and I am just running water and just kind of like going like this onto my leg. (laughs) And my mom's like, try to get your leg under there. And I mean, I'm just on my phone, like it's on speakerphone, like sitting on the toilet while I just try to do this. And I am screaming bloody murder. And I text Jesse and I'm like, if you can, oh, our neighbor had the hydrogen peroxide because Apollo decided to bite his dog's ear at the dog park a few days prior to this. She was in the wrong place at the wrong time and Apollo's an asshole. Uh, So anyways, he had the hydrogen peroxide. So I couldn't use the hydrogen peroxide. Of course. So I say like, hey, can you ask the neighbor to like bring it over Um, or whatever. He finally calls me and I'm still bawling my eyes out. And I tell him what's going on. And he's at the gym. And I'm like, just finish. Just finish the gym. I'm going to figure this out. Like, I'm in so much pain. I've got this though. Like, uh, but you know, maybe you can go to Walgreens, get me some stuff on your way back. But don't hurry back. I'm like, don't hurry back. Don't hurry back. I'm like, so like, I just did not want him to, I didn't want to ruin his workout. Mind you, we were also kind of arguing. So I just was like, I don't want to deal with you right now. uh oh yeah side note jesse and i aren't perfect we argue definitely sorry that was gross i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry so anyways i'm on the phone with my mom i get back on the phone with my mom and she's like soap and water try to run it under so i finally am able to run the water over my leg and i'm like okay i gotta stop there are rocks in there and i'm like thinking do i need to go to urgent care oh my gosh, do I? Like there are rocks in my leg. So I go to my, my makeup bag, I grab my tweezers and now I'm sitting over the sink. I'm like with my leg up, I'm like trying, oh, it was so bad. It might, meanwhile, I just have blood running down my leg. It will not stop bleeding. So I take the tweezers and I'm like flicking these like rocks and dirt, like chunks of dirt out of my leg. I do not know how. (laughs) Ew. Ew. So sorry if you're squirmish. Maybe I'll put a thing right before I say all that. (sighs) It was so hard. So meanwhile, I'm on the phone with my mom for probably an hour. Like I'm just screaming bloody murder and she's like, this is why you need to live closer to home because I could be there and help you with this. And I'm like, you know what? This is a life lesson. I needed to do this. So I get it kind of cleaned up, and I realize that I cannot walk on it. It hurts so bad. So I'm just kind of hobbling around, and I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And then I hear Jesse, and I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? And he's like, what? You, you, like, hurt yourself. And I was like, no, like, go, ah, I wanted you to finish your workout. What do you, you know? And, um, he's like, I got the hydrogen peroxide. So I like put myself at the back of the shower and he's got the hydrogen peroxide, like he's going to squirt it all over me. And I am terrified. And he's like, okay, ready? One, two, three. And he's like, and oh my God, I screamed so loud. I can only imagine our neighbors behind that bathroom wall. We're like, what the fuck is happening? Downstairs, I'm sure. And I'm sure they heard outside because I was so loud. I mean, screaming. Just think of a toddler throwing a tantrum in the grocery store. Louder. I was so, so, so loud. I don't know if that was a good analogy. But I was dying. Uh, (laughs) I, I don't know. I yeah that pain was just I I can't explain it it sucked so bad and I was like I am an adult I'm 33 and I'm losing my mind over a scraped leg well turns out like I don't know how many layers of skin we have a lot right (laughs) why am I so I feel like yeah anyways sorry (sighs) I don't even know what I was gonna go I don't Lots of skin layers were off of my leg. I mean, it was disgusting and it was gooey and it was so gross. And I really didn't know what to do. So I like Googled it. Um, I should have just called Dr. Haley (laughs) Um, because she did tell me later, no more ointment. But I did put... Uh, Neosporin on... uh, Oh, so Jesse did the hydrogen peroxide, and after that, I just kind of, like, dabbed it. I have this Bactine with lidocaine in it, which is awesome. They sell at Walgreens now, um, which was really came in handy, I felt, because the lidocaine really helps. It really took the stinging away for a little bit. Tainty. So I took some uh, ibuprofen, and I just tried, like, to you know, muster up the courage to do the things in life. And I just so happened to be going back to Indiana the next day. And I thought, how the fuck am I supposed to fly? Are you kidding me? (laughs) I couldn't even walk. So uh, Jesse got me some stuff to like wrap it up. And it was just It was horrible. I really didn't – I didn't understand I needed nonstick pads. Jesse got me gauze, like a gauze pad. Uh, Yeah, for all my medical friends that are probably like, how did you not know? Sorry. (laughs) I just didn't. Um, So he got me gauze pads and those stuck. The reason I know that is when my dad picked me up from the airport, I was like, I have to take this off. Oh, my God. It feels so tight. I unwrapped my leg. And I can't get the gauze pad off. It's like sticking to my leg. And I, he's like, just rip it off like a band aid. I'm like, I can't. I'm going to rip my skin off all over again. <laughs> Here I am thinking I'm doing something good by, you know, wrapping it and putting the ointment on. No. <sighs> so I learned my lesson that you get non stick pads. <laughs> Oh God! So yeah. Anyways, we got back. I went to Walgreens in Indiana. And got uh, nonstick pads for nighttime because I couldn't lay down with a blanket over my legs because they were they felt like they were on fire. It felt like fire ants were just laying on my legs on my shins. It hurt so bad. Come to find out, obviously that is the healing process. <laughs> But in the meantime, I was losing my ever-loving mind. I was in so much pain. I was so squirmish. Like I, I couldn't stand up straight without moving. I had to be moving. And uh, if I was sitting down, my legs needed to be like how they are now, just sitting in my knees, knees out, legs down. Anyways, but if I put them up, like I needed to elevate them, right? So I don't get any like big swelling. When I would elevate them, I just was, my feet were like, I was just moving like crazy. I posted a video on my Instagram and everyone was like, I'm so sorry this is happening. (laughs) I was like, everybody was so sweet. Uh, But turns out I was on my feet too much in Indiana and my left leg swole, swelled, swelled up so big it swelled up the size of my knee. My entire leg was so big. I <laughs> I went on the boat with my girlfriend Kristen and she's like, good luck putting your foot back in your shoe. <laughs> it was so bad. I... Hmm. Fucking canon, man. You like ruin my stories. You ruin Jesse's stories. You ruin the podcast. And... We don't have the money to get a new camera, and I can't return this. You know, that's, it just sucks. So anyways, that was funny. I couldn't get my boat back. Or boat back? I couldn't get my shoe back into my. Hmm. Try again. Try again. Try again. I couldn't get my foot back into my shoe when I was on the boat with Kristen. It was funny. But when I was flying back, I thought, holy crap. I hope I don't like, I don't know. I just kept thinking of like blood clots, you know? (laughs) So I had ice on my leg like almost the whole day. Like, well, not really, I shouldn't say that. 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off, maybe for a good hour or two before my flight because I was like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get on the plane and my leg's gonna swell up again. I mean, it was huge. I took a picture. (laughs) I think I posted it to my Instagram. It felt like my whole ankle was like, can you, no, no, that's, I can't get a good uh, reference, but it was so swollen and yeah, that's, uh, that's my story. It finally uh, stopped stinging, which is awesome. So that means the skin is done stretching, which is also awesome. And now I need to log back into my computer because it doesn't know how to stay on because, cool. And I don't know my password. Let's try this one more time. Are we going to edit this part out? Maybe not. Let's just leave it because Jesse loves uh, the raw part of it. <laughs> That's my story about the boys dragging me through the rocks. And it's a, it's a pretty gnarly uh, wound. It is definitely healing and it itches now. It itches like so bad. I like, I'll be like, and like flicks of flicks, flicks of the scab will come off. It is so nasty. <laughs> anyway, so I don't have good segues. I don't know really how to segue into anything. Here I am. I cannot get comfortable. I'm so sorry. There's like shit all over this chair. What the I'm surprised the boys aren't on the bed. I guess I'm not cool enough. I wanted to talk about mental health. I don't know what yet. And here we are going to just kind of figure it out on here live. I just, Jesse has talked about it a little bit. His anxiety, um, being He's anxious to be anxious on the airplane a little bit here and there. But I just really want to normalize it. Our society doesn't normalize mental health. Um, There isn't enough awareness about mental health. And everybody's got so many struggles. And I just – I don't want people to feel like they're alone. And if I can reach one person – and tell them that they are not alone and make them feel that they're not alone then I feel like I've done a little bit you know people struggle every day with suicidal thoughts and some act on them and it 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 occurred to me because I was thinking about I'm going to try and say this with straight faces. If I get teary-eyed, please just let's normalize emotions, okay? Uh, I was thinking about Poppy's death and how I had just seen him. And then he was ashes in a urn. And I thought, well, that's... I, I. I could not wrap my head around it and it brought me to, you know, Jesse would always talk about how, man, he went, he went to so many funerals as a kid and I, I went to a few but I didn't really know who anybody was. It was an uncle, it was a cousin, I didn't really know, it was older people that I never really ever met and if I did, I don't remember, right? Well, my poppy and I were very close and it made me think about... You know, there are stages of grief, right? Um, it's a grieving process even when you break up with someone, right? you you're in anger, denial. I think I I'm I'm not in acceptance yet because it's it doesn't seem real. Like the whole I just saw him and then he was ashes and then I haven't really gotten the comfort that I need or I think that I need from Jesse. I don't know that that's that's a weird line with me right now it's finicky but it got me thinking about the young people that we lost like in high school or in college or even just recently like there was this guy I went to high school with that would he was so sweet he used to pick me up when my other ride uh, to high school would flake on me this was my freshman year of high school and I had friends that were juniors so right they had a car they were they were 16 or turning 17 they were 17 and he always picked me up when Stu Big forgot me <laughs> uh, his name is Ted Wells and I found out that he passed away this past year and I mean, it literally just what, you know, I, when I think of him, I think of this really positive guy that was like always moving forward. And I, I, I remember like very vaguely that he wanted to be a cop and like he was going to the academy and he was just a really good guy. And that's, that's what I remember him as. And I'm happy that I do. Um, but again, he, he had his own struggles and it, It sucks that maybe someone didn't listen to him, or he wasn't able to talk about it because he didn't feel comfortable, and that is what that is. That's what kills me. Um, Every day I think about Bobby, Bobby Salcido. He was such a cool dude. Um, I met him, oof, I don't know, maybe back in like 2009, 2010, 2010. no, 2009. And, um, anyways, he lived in Arizona, went to Vegas all the time. Like, he was a, he was a partier and he was still this, like, life of the party and he didn't do drugs but I will say we did take Adderall when we would go to the club we went to Dre's um, nightclub back when it was not where it is now and you know we'd party all night and literally just dance all night we weren't drinking like we just wanted to dance and party and it was so much fun and I found out the following year that he had killed himself and it's so hard for me to cope with. I just couldn't believe it. He's such a great guy. He, he's so positive. I, you know, he calls everybody out on their shit. And and then I just, I got so upset and I got angry because I found out That I didn't really know him that well and that he had two kids. And and then I get so mad because I'm like, you selfish son of a bitch. What the fuck was going on? And it, it makes me mad and I know that his friends were mad too because why couldn't he talk to them? Why couldn't you talk about it? And I just don't want anyone to ever feel like they're alone. And I know that I took this podcast super low, but don't worry. It'll get better. I just want people to know that you're not alone. You are not alone at all. You are worthy of this life. And just don't be a shithead, right? Like, Be kind to one another. Enjoy everything. There's this guy on TikTok that is so... I'm going to find his tag and I'm going to write it. I'll write it here. But he'll get on and it'll just be like a picture of a tree. And then he just like swoops in. And he's like, hey. And he's like, close your eyes. Release your tongue from the roof of your mouth just for a moment. And then he'll like breathe in, breathe out. And then he'll say, like, open your eyes and realize something around you That you're grateful for okay and like just like little mindful moments like that I hope to I want to push forward like I want I want to do that I want to help people I want to do the good things as well and sometimes I'm like I'm just so small I'm not an Instagram influencer TikTok influencer whatever but I want to be able to do that sort of thing I have always wanted to which means like I will take it to the plane. And when I'm on the plane, like, no matter what, it's, hi, hello, how are you? Oh, my gosh, hi. Um, It's, like, you got to really be in a bad mood to make me in a bad mood. Not even. Like, it's, you really got to piss me off. (laughs) It takes a lot. So no matter what, I'm always going to be super kind to someone because you never know what's going on. What everybody always says this. You never know what battle someone else is fighting uh, when you meet them for the first time, and on the plane, that's really how it is. You see these people once and once and done, right? So maybe they had a really crappy experience all day at the ticket counter, at baggage claim, at their connecting flight, and now they're seeing you and they are pissed off, right? I'm going to do whatever I can to make it just a little bit better. I just, that's, anyways, that's my big thing. I just don't want people to feel alone. And I don't know where to start, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll go viral on TikTok. <laughs> I wish. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, mental health is real. Let's not dumb it down, Okay. Let's not gaslight people into thinking that they don't need therapy. I think everybody needs therapy, and I'm very happy. I just literally Googled somebody um, that accepts my insurance. So I finally can start going back to therapy and working on myself because I'm struggling a lot, and I'm taking it out on my relationship with Jesse. And, uh, I mean, we've got some work to do, but I am – I'm struggling, but you know what? I've got my girlfriends to talk to as well as Jesse, so I've got a support group, and I'm very happy about that, Um, and then we're going to switch to <laughs> Allie's Bad at Segways. <laughs> Has anyone seen Sex Life on Netflix? Oh, my God. So, I kept seeing the little, what? Uh, the what do they call little clips on TikTok? That's like, oh, watch my reaction at episode three, nineteen minutes and twenty seconds or something. Spoiler alert! Here we go. Do 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 do. do, do. Spoiler alert! Here we go. His schlong is out. It is just there. It is ginormous. That big Australian dick is there. <laughs> oh my. God. <clears throat> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Am I getting red? <laughs> so I kept seeing that and I'm like, okay, well, I might as well watch this. So I binged it. It was good. It was that acting was a little corny at first. And then I thought, wow, like this is, this is good. I really, I liked it. It was almost like it felt like one of my books that I was reading. Um, I liked it made me think about how do I say this it made me think about my exes because that's I mean that's what sex life really kind of goes to the, the show sex life on Netflix not normal sex life <laughs> um it's about her ex right and she's in this wonderful relationship with her husband that actually turns weird and anyways her ex is always in the back of her mind Uh, And it makes me think about how I used to obsess over my high school sweetheart. And I will always say that because it was high school and he was my boyfriend in high school and I don't know, maybe I'm an old person, (laughs) but he was my high school sweetheart uh, in a little bit of college. Uh, but I was an asshole. I w- I, I, I messed it up. Let's go there. Um, uh, my girlfriend's well, Amber <laughs> will definitely tell me it was a toxic relationship. <laughs> but he was a good guy, and it, it always. Whenever I see something like that, that's what I think of. And um, he thinks I'm insane. So, uh, whoops, <laughs> I did some kooky things, uh, back in the day. Oh, young Allie, before therapy, (laughs) I did some kooky ass shit. We'll get there another time. Maybe the next time I take over Jesse's podcast. Um, But it makes me think like how much we compare our exes to maybe our current relationship or other exes or other, you know, back and forth. And it's just so unhealthy, right? Um, which is basically the show. <laughs> but it wouldn't be good TV if it wasn't, you know? Uh, but yeah, it. it's crazy to think like how much we've grown as people like over the years. Like what? I was with Andrew, I wasn't even 16 yet, I don't think. I was 15 turning 16. Um, And then up until... Oof, I don't know. I'd say the last time I probably saw him, I was uh, almost a junior in college. I don't know. But I don't, that's not part of this. But the part of was, you know, goes back to exes. Oh, goodness gracious. I don't know where I'm going. Do you like my horrible stories yet? Let's see. We're 45 minutes in. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> now... We're gonna wrap it up. But <laughs> before we do I'm sorry. <laughs> Compose yourself, Allie. You are trying to take over the podcast. Okay. I was thinking about having soccer corner with Allie. Dun 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 dun, dun. dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Okay. So soccer corner with Allie guys. Uh mm Hmm. mm mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) so I love soccer okay I grew up playing soccer uh it's it's just I'm just I love soccer I thought I was just gonna be a kid that like well I'm sure my parents did I was just gonna be a kid that played soccer uh the first few years of their life and then quit like everybody else I was obsessed um, I was also obsessed with how good I wasn't. <laughs> um, I was I was good for a little while, and then I got into high school and I sucked. I was on JV, I think, until my senior year to the point where my coach was like, "Hey, you're not gonna make varsity this year. Maybe you should quit the team. I swear to you, isn't that sad? <laughs> Everybody was just way better than me, but I still love soccer. I was so obsessed with it. Um, and I still am. But I'm not someone that like knows people's names very well, like I I just I don't I don't know the politics and things that are happening behind the scenes. But I do know one thing. England lost in the Euro Cup. And England was racist as fuck. I am blown away by what the fuck happened. And I just want to say this. Stop being a racist piece of shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, we are in the year 2021. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you seriously going to say that they lost because of the color of their skin? Are you fucking insane? Are you, are you quite literally insane? Are you just, what? What? (sighs) What? to think that someone ha- thinks to think that someone thinks that they have the privilege the fucking privilege to even say those words nonchalantly like it's no big fucking deal boggles my goddamn mind and shows you how racism <laughs> racism is so alive in this world and for any one of you to think That it isn't just because it isn't in your home, (laughs) which it probably, it sure is if you think that, It, it just, it blows my mind, which brings me back to mental health. Be fucking kind to one another. I don't understand this bullshit. I, I don't get it. Jesse knows that I grew up in a very white area in Indiana, um, and I've talked about this openly on uh, Instagram that, on Instagram, I don't have talked talk about this openly on Instagram, and in real life, <laughs> um, that I grew up in a very white area. It was very, well, I always called it yuppie crown point because we moved from ghetto adjacent, like I always say, uh, in Maryville to this very yuppie area in Crown Point. And Crown Point was this like very old town uh, with a very small population that is now ginormous. It is huge. Everybody lives there now. But I felt like we were very close-minded and you heard about homicides happening in Gary and which I should talk about algorithm right after this. But You hear about homicides happening in Gary and all these shootings happening in Maryville and um, it's all – they're all black and that's what you hear. And then you hear friends or relatives saying like, oh, they're – you know, it's just their community. They're all so poor and they – they live off of these welfare checks. Like, why can't you get a job? I mean, I'm telling you, this is what I heard every day. Every day I heard something like this. And we're in yuppie crown point where no crime happens, right? You think? When in all reality, it's like drugs up the wazoo. Like, <laughs> I just, I grew up in a very close-minded Society. Area. Environment. I don't know what I'm trying to say here but I will say that you are, you are taught to be a racist and all you can do now is instead of sitting stagnant and complacent is unlearn. Do the work and get away from what you were taught as a child or as a growing teenager, uh, college. Just try to do the work and get away from the norms that you thought were the you thought were norms uh, and actually open your eyes and you might hurt some people's feelings. It might hurt your mom or dad's feelings to for you to even like think like wow that wasn't okay that we said those things like hey and then they go well I wasn't racist well well hey, sure <laughs> let's let's replay this here now I know I'm bad at telling these stories but I just want to get the point across you can unlearn what you were taught as a child you can And I feel like I'm putting in the work, and I'm learning, and I'm doing the things. And no, that does not mean go hit up your one black friend, okay? Or person of color. Don't hit up, don't, don't, don't hit them up, okay? Do the work. Later, if you see them, hey, is this, is this cool? You know, ask questions. Just don't bombard them, like, don't do that and I only say that because I feel like I'm getting that advice from someone else that has said that Uh, so anyway should I end this yeah (laughs) be kind that sounds like Ellen I'm not trying to steal her tagline but yeah be kind to one another like that's it's not that hard it really so fucking easy it's actually it takes so much more work to be mean right? What is it when we were taught uh, when we were kids? It was, it takes more muscles to make a frown than it does to smile. And that always stuck with me because it's so true. Like it takes so much of me to really get angry that it's just, it's not, it's not worth your time. It's not worth uh, the minutes off of your life that you will never get back. So I leave you with that. <laughs> I, I guess I could try some music like Jesse always says. Uh, no, no, <laughs> not going to. Just be kind. That's all. And if you're ever struggling, ever and you feel alone, please know that you're not. ever. okay. Love you guys. hope you liked this. <laughs> Okay. (laughs)